Greg, Maya, and Betty are not experts, nor do they claim to be. They're just a bunch of nerds who enjoy talking about movies, shows, and current events. So sit back, grab a coffee, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode of All Queued Up. Hey guys, welcome to a, another episode of All Queued Up. If you're new to the podcast, what we do here is we watch shows on a streaming platform. We give them our thoughts and impressions, give them a grade at the end. I'm your host, Greg Dietz, and with me always is Maya Fisher and Betty Badger. How are you guys doing today? Doing good. Doing really good. Doing really good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm, 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 I'm hanging in there. I... Uh, I'm excited because this episode, we're going to be discussing a few things. Um, we have the anti-penultimate episode. I looked up that word because it's the third to last of uh, Lovecraft Country and the penultimate episode of The Boys. Um, both shows are, are getting crazier and crazier by the minute, and uh, they're very interesting to talk about. So we will get to those. Uh, but what we're also going to talk about today is uh, it is our third year anniversary. Uh, Maya and I have been doing this podcast for three years now. We added Betty a month and a half ago, six weeks ago. It's it's yeah, I don't remember exactly when, but uh, sometime in the summer. Um, I just snuck in the back door. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say you came in right at the tail end of our second year doing this. Because as it is the third anniversary, we haven't been we've been doing this. Four three years, but we've only been like, how does time work? My brain doesn't want to fucking do the calculations. It's, well, it's some people think of it as linear, and it's more of a wibbly wobbly timey wimey ball. <laughs> that's time work. Sorry, I had I had I had to throw that Doctor Who quote in. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh but yeah, um, also, I, I did I, I did want to bring it up a little bit. IGN did an article on how and why Netflix cancels shows, considering they just canceled Glow, which was one of Maya and I's like, favorite fucking shows that we reviewed. Um, it was going to happen. Yeah, it was supposed to be renewed for a fourth season, but they said, you know what? We changed our minds. Fuck you. Yeah. So I, I read the article. It's an interesting topic, and I kind of want to bring it up. But let's go ahead yeah, and get into I'm the show. Yeah, I'm curious. Um, well, de- yeah, we'll definitely be touching on it. Uh, so the itinerary today uh, is going to be The Boys, Lovecraft Country, third year anniversary, and why Netflix cancel shows. These are uh, <laughs> well, let's go ahead and dive. <laughs> let's go ahead and dive into The Boys episode seven, um, because I feel like Lovecraft Country is going to be a bit. Of time. Uh, what? I feel like Lovecraft Country is going to be a bigger topic. Yeah. Discussion. Yeah. Okay. Um, (laughs) So uh, what are your guys' thoughts on uh, super Nazis? Just out of curiosity. Well, (laughs) you know. Don't we have one in charge? Oh, sorry. Well, I'm glad Uh, you have superpowers. Thank (laughs) God, right? Uh, Yeah, no. I'm just not. Yeah. And, you know... Butcher is really, he's just as bad as what he's fighting. I don't oh, like yeah. him. That's, well, that, I, I think that's, the, for me, the thing that is so 
good about the show is that there aren't a whole lot of characters to identify with. <laughs> You're just like, mm, none of these people are good. Not a fucking one of them. Well, they're all human. They all have their flaws. I do have to say I loved Huey this episode. I'm getting some yeah. balls to turn off the home banger. So <laughs> Well then that's that's the other thing is like him this episode, like the second he was like, let's go into the tower with with uh um oh my god, I can't Lamplighter. Lamplighter, thank you. I want to say flame lighter, and I was like, that's not right. Uh the second he was gonna do that, my my mind went, Oh, this is gonna be a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know something's gonna go wrong, but he was her, you know, knight in shiny armor at that moment. It was yeah. so sweet. I mean, it clearly, it clearly didn't matter at the end because, which was, whew. <laughs> dear God, dogs. Uh, yeah, we're still in a pandemic, everyone. So yeah. we're recording from home, like we do. Uh, oh, we always recorded from home, but you know, dogs are a thing. It happens. I'm going to have yeah. one less at the end of the day. So, <laughs> and no, I don't. She's mean not that. putting it down. <laughs> she's been dog sitting, and she's no longer going to be dog sitting after today. Let's be clear. We're not having a Vanna Lou out. <laughs> I'm gonna go old yeller this motherfucker. <laughs> Nobody's digging a hole in the backyard. Okay, she's going home, not to heaven. <laughs> but oh, to her, her earthly home where she belongs back with her real mama <laughs> oh my god <laughs> that was too good anyway but yeah she'll be going home today so there will be less you know you know how they work. They they start exciting each other up, and it's just bark, 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 bark. Yeah, our, our little one, uh, Kaylee, she's scared of like her own fucking shadow, but on occasion she'll just like under her blanket go like that, and then Charlotte, the one that fucking stands up to anything but the vacuum cleaner, just starts going fucking ape shit. Oh yeah, Milo's the dog who watches the clock, knows when Jeff should be coming home, and waits for the lights to appear through the window. That's fucking and- Scarlet. Yeah, he's so smart and he's so dumb. He's just so dumb. I mean, this boy. Oh, bless his little heart. Bless his little heart. Anyways. Um, so, yeah, talking about the boys, the Scientology thing with the church, that's getting real. Yeah. And then we've got the thing that happened with Homelander and Stormfront. And where do you think they're taking? Where do you think they're taking home th- home front sun? Like straight to the tower or home front? You mean Homelander? No, I was Storm. combining. Well, yeah, Homelander. they're home uh, front. Oh, yeah, l- 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 don't don't do that. I wasn't doing that. No, I wasn't. I literally <laughs> fucked up the name. Fine. Um, like the second you said that, I bowed my head in shame because I was like, God damn it! It happens, man. It happens. Uh, yeah, so where do you know. think they're taking the sun? This is what I was trying to get at. I don't know the where tower. they're taking him. I mean, is the tower the safest place for his kid to be right now oh. when they're already pissed off at Bot? Well, I mean, his his kid has powers, and that's where their homes are. I mean, they live in the tower. They have those nice, swanky apartments. So 
they'll, yeah. they'll, they'll show him the world and what people are really like and how he shouldn't be this meek little boy that his mom tried to make him. One thing I'm really concerned about is the more so the radicalization of people now. Like the guy well, in the very beginning of the episode. Yeah, what yeah. the fuck was that shit? I was like, dude, what are you doing? I and I just gotta ask this too. If you've got a group of superheroes, even if you've created them, they're still human. Why don't you have a fucking team of therapists on hand for these people? Because Homelander's definitely got some issues he needs to work out. I mean, you know, that, that that's an interesting thing that you bring up, and that's something that they've done recently in DC Comics. Batman set up this facility for heroes and villains that they could go in and speak to a therapist. Yeah, because y'all got some issues. They're you like, it's help. neutral ground. Nobody's allowed to fight there. And nothing is, you know, recorded to be used against you. It is a total safe haven. That's great. And I'm, I'm, hey, kudos to DC well, it, for it, putting it, it that went, in there. It went wrong. It went horribly wrong. But, Aww. you know, it was a good intention. Well, of course, I mean, that has to go wrong because then we wouldn't have superhero stuff. But I think also, Betty, what you like, what the, the, the idea that you're getting at there is exactly what. Garth Ennis was kind of getting at with writing the boys in the first place was there is no such thing as in this world, a therapist for these superpowered people. And it's clearly a problem. Um, I love that you bring like that, that you mentioned that because that's exactly like his issue with these characters, Alan Moore's issue with these characters. It's like, like we love them. We adore them. But at the same time, like to not recognize that they are, just humans with extra they're extra yeah. humans you yeah, know exactly, but yeah. that the key word there is they're still human you know they they've got problems just like everybody else and they've got things they got to work out that you know i'm sorry having superpowers isn't going to fix that right if anything it's going to make it worse because you stand out from everyone else yeah 100 it's, it's you know I mean, they should have started therapy like as soon as they started making these babies. They should have had fucking therapists from the very beginning. And in season one, when Homelander was like nursing off of that woman, <laughs> that was that was a dead giveaway. Like immediately of like, well, Vought does not know how to handle these superheroes. They just yeah. Don't. This is just yeah. um, it's like that scene in Game of Thrones. It's like no, that's too old. <laughs> People thought I breastfed for too long. Okay, and she was still she was only two and a half years old. That's when we stopped. And I'm like four. No, nah, man. If they're old enough to tell you things and mm -hmm. you know go to that preschool, was, it's time to stop. Thing is that the second that they're like boob, and you're like, nope, bottle. That's how this works now. Well, she never took a bottle. She started with a sippy cup. Thank God. But yeah, she has no <laughs> memories. Of that time, obviously, Homelander wishes he had memories of that time. I don't. Right. I, again, I don't really fully understand his uh, origin stories. I have no idea what the movie they apparently made about it in this world is about. I'm sure it's a lot more sweet. And, yeah, it's a big straight up lie because obviously, talk when Butcher went to the doctor's house, this this kid's been fucked up from the beginning it's like did you not try to find like the most perfect human genes before you started injecting these kids with this superhero drug 
because that would have been where I would have started. I mean, with the most perfect genes you could find, not the fucked up, you know, yeah. mutated genes of children who want to grow up to be serial killer breastfeeding adults. I mean, My, it's uh, weird. <laughs> Mom actually said something really funny during the scene with uh, Stormfront and Homelander talking to a crowd of people. After the scene was over, she was like, "Why does he sound like Trump?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> They're both megalomaniacs. They're both narcissistic. You know, that's yeah. yeah, that's how narcissistic people talk. That's how they act. It's yeah. He's a straight up representation of what we're going through at this moment. As the deflection of the media, it's very much the same, you know, like what they're doing on on the show with the media talking about the supervillains, the supervillains, the supervillains. That's not the real problem, right. you know, and, but that's what they keep pushing and that's what everybody keeps buying. Yep. And that's how we end up with dude in the beginning shooting a motherfucker through the head because he thinks he saw his eyes glow. It's like, I think you needed to go see a therapist because you got issues. (laughs) Turn off the fucking news. Yeah, it's it's I I love that the show's doing this because it's it's definitely I think media uh, uh, stories in general work better when they mirror real life situations, real life problems. Mm -hmm. And um, to an extent, superhero stories have always done that. Um, Like uh, uh X-Men is a allegory for uh, what, uh, you know, was during the civil rights movement. And um, uh, granted, I'll, I'll, I'll give anybody this, like it wasn't direct. Like none of these writers were like, this is an allegory where um, like, that's not the case now. Now, nowadays it's like, nope, this is a hundred percent an allegory. Like it or not. Fuck you. Yeah. And sometimes well, not even an allegory, just direct. Just straight yeah. direct. Um, but, uh, yeah, well, I'm, I'm just, you, uh, go ahead. We had, we had Huey rescuing Starlight. Uh, that was really cool. I wasn't aware that, again, you're not picking the best genes here, people, because motherfucker can die from a tree nut allergy? What the hell? I mean, <laughs> Why does he even have a tree nut allergy? Why didn't you crisper that shit? Do you know? I mean, <laughs> well, because I, I think I think the way the Vought was doing things is isn't that they're making humans; they're just injecting babies with Compound V. Yeah. And so the kid, like the kid, like so clearly he already had a nut allergy before Compound V, but it's very clear that Compound V isn't strong enough to get rid of uh, allergy issues. Well, you know, and the thing is, too, again, I go back to that whole genetic thing. If you're going to be doing this, you're going to want to have the most genetically perfect specimens you can find. And let's, that sounds harsh to say it that way, but that's how they treat it. These are specimens. These are not people to them. They're specimens. I've never really gone over uh, the Halo stories with, do you know, how well, how well do you know Halo? Just out of carry before I go and say my spiel. Yeah, I don't. It was not something I ever played. Uh, so there were uh, three books that came out like before Halo 2, I want to say, or right after Halo 2. Uh, but the first book, which I really wish they'd just make into a movie because it'd be a great fucking movie, is um, basically about Catherine Halsey, who started the Spartan 2 program. 
um, and how she handled finding uh, uh, trainees to become Spartans. And the way that she did it was she uh, had uh, a bunch of people who worked for Oni uh, find children who met the specifications of like the best of the best. Um, she made sure they had no genetic defects, that they had no allergies, like they were stronger than other kids and all sorts of shit like that. She, like she went through the fucking, the whole gamut of trying to find these kids. Now what she did fucked up wise was that she um, would kidnap these kids essentially brainwash them into thinking that they were doing something good and that they didn't have parents anymore and then make clones that would die within like a year and give those clones to the parents. Um, so that's a whole nother thing, but wow. Yeah, it's, it's fucked up. Um, yeah. The main character master chief dealt with that. Uh, but the point that you were saying of like finding the best specimens, clearly Vought wasn't doing that. Yeah, clearly, clearly they Vought, weren't. Clearly Vought was just looking at their, their profit margins. And they were like, mm -hmm. who can we spend the least money amount on? Like giving them money-wise to have their kid become a superhero that then we can make more money off of by with movies and merchandise and all that kind of stuff. And I think Poor that people. speaks... Oh yeah, 100%. And I think that speaks volumes with how... Um, oh God, what was his name? I always forget the name of the character that... Uh, everyone's super interested in um, black noir black noir thank you uh him having peanut allergies make like falls into that makes perfect fucking sense like Vought didn't care they saw a a family that had needed money and boom there you go i i am more interested in his backstory because of the scene where they they discovered that they were not born that way they were made that way and uh he's like in, in a fetal position in the hallway crying yeah. So, but yeah, he, Jeff said he looked it up like you did. He he started looking up some things, and I was like, "Shut your face! We're not going to discuss it. Shut your face!" He, he, didn't, <laughs> he didn't tell you anything about him, did he? No, I I wouldn't let him. You know, I was like, okay. "Nope, we're not discussing it because I don't need to know." But the almond joy thing makes a lot of sense now. <laughs> I didn't understand that. <laughs> now I do. <laughs> Yeah, I'm debating on actually reading the comic or not because I really want to get back into the comic. I've read like I said, I, you know, quite a bit, but not enough to know who the fuck Black Noir is. But I'm I'm interested, I'm definitely interested in reading the comic now. Or more so, so that we have to talk about that that final scene. Uh, oh, who the fuck that was, was that? That's the thing, you know. I mean, who knows? Who knows? Who it is that's doing that? Yeah, uh, well, I don't think it was Homelander because he looked genuinely happily he shocked. He was surprised, yeah. but he looked, you know, giddy about it. And there was a little gleam in his eyes, like, holy shit. You know, um, and at first I thought maybe they're just blowing up people who have chips in them from the bot company. And it didn't, then it seemed like they were just blowing up anybody random. And I don't know how that one chick managed to survive she's just sitting there you know in shock with blood all over his heads are popping around you know I so mean, my my theory is that the woman that escaped the uh the prison facility who was able to basically like blow doors off things and blow people up from that the bitch i think it's her and Vought oh. got back to her and was like we'll give you whatever the fuck you want if you do this for us you think it was her oh that's a good theory mm. 
because what I what I'm thinking is that um, when the, when when the woman who worked for the FBI who was in season one got her head blown up right in front of the boys when they were talking to her, um, I think that she like she has a deal with Vought to fix something. I don't know, but that's my theory. Unless it's an entirely new character that we haven't met yet. Um, or a character that we have met that has powers that we don't know about. But uh, the person who blew up all the heads in that in that room is the same person who blew up the head of the FBI agent woman. Yeah. Sure. I'm I'm very, very curious about that. I was not expecting that scene. I was like, oh, this is worse than the Red Wedding, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, He's killing I, everybody. I I I hate to say this, but I was fully expecting something. Like I was fully. expecting something, but not that much. I was expecting <laughs> something to happen to the doctor before he could say anything. I was expecting that. Yeah, yeah. But the chaos that ensued was glorious. I was oh, like, yeah. holy yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I did. I oh, loved it. Loved it to death. Not All a right, universe well, I want to live in. <laughs> I like the whole no, but it's one I definitely want to read about. Mm-hmm. Well, I have access to the entire run, and I will show you. My, I can share the access with you, and you can partake in reading about it yourself. Cue. Yeah, I want to. Definitely going to do that. Um, well, let's go ahead and give our final thoughts on the episode and uh, grade, and then we can uh, move on to Lovecraft Country. Uh, Betty, why don't you go first? I mean, Hugh... Or Maya. Maya, Maya go first. Oh, I was just going to say, Huey, all you had to do was watch porn. Uh... <laughs> all you oh. had to do was watch porn. So, so I kind of mentioned to you guys, but I have to tell you something funny about that scene. The scene in which uh, uh, Lamplighter and Huey are talking about uh, being a cuck. Yeah. Uh, my mom cuck looks over. Fluffer. My mom just looks over. She goes, what's a cuck? I've never heard <gasps> that. <laughs> really? That's so such an old word. So I had to explain to my mom like, uh, that night. It was like Sunday night. What a fucking cuck was. <laughs> so that was fun. That's such an <laughs> old term. I'm surprised she hasn't heard that. Your mom got old. So, what's funny and, is that well, if there's anyone out there couple. listening who doesn't know what this means, it means that your wife is fucking around on you and you're being played. And not quite. Not quite not well, quite. you know, in a in a big way, you know, that's a, the old terminology. You know, you basically your wife fucked around on you and you took it because you weren't a big enough man to stand up and say anything about it. Okay. Yes. 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 Because I was Your always coupled. like that. Yeah, cuckold. Um, yes, that's you're correct. I'm sorry. I, I thought you were saying like just getting cheated on made you a cuck. I was like, no. Nah. Oh no, no, no. What I understand. If you um, accept it, makes you a cuckold. Yes, <laughs> if yes, you're yes. like, I can't do anything about it, then you're a cuck. Yeah, because like the my favorite thing of the cuck is the 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 uh, sexual gratification of watching your wife get fucked by another man. That's always my favorite one. Like that. That's that's that's, that's no. <laughs> not going there <laughs> that would be so weird no yeah, yeah, no um well yeah Maya what, what uh, thoughts on the episode in grade uh I'm, I thought I thought it was a wonderful episode I loved it uh 
you know, uh, the end, end scene was nice and gory and just satisfying to watch. I enjoyed seeing Huey just like, okay, I have to help her. How do I get Starlight free? Uh, I, I love this series. Uh, it's one of my favorite things of the year that I've been watching. You know, it's one of my favorite series of last year. It's absolutely one of my favorite things this year. I absolutely adore this show. So I, this episode was really strong. Again, I give it an A. Absolutely. Um, real quick, if I get cut off, I just saw two electricians walking through my front yard. I don't know what's going on. So anyways, I give it an A. I'm, uh, well, I give it a B plus. That ending scene... You know, the rest of it was like, okay, you know, filler, filler, filler. But, you know, that ending scene was really, wow. You know, that's just the cherry on top of the cake. So, uh, yeah, it was good. I liked it. I'm going to wait and see what they do with next week. Is he really dead? Is Black Nor really dead? Uh, no, he had, a, he had a shot there that he could take, and she kicked it out of his reach. Yeah, I saw that. Is he going to get to it in time? How bad is his oh, allergy? I'm, <laughs> I'm sure that he'll get to it in time. Um, I'm going to go with A- minus on it. I think that it's a really strong episode, uh, but <clears> there <throat> was a lot of stuff in there that seemed like just trying to... Because it's the penultimate, so they're leading to something mass, ma- massive in the last episode. And uh, um, I think like next week is going to be even better. Uh, but uh, there was a lot of stuff that <laughs> felt like setup in this episode. Yeah. Um, that being said, uh, there were some great fucking scenes in it. Like the conversation between Huey and Lamplighter about Cox was a, it was hilarious. Um, even though I got really irritated with Huey for like wanting to save Starlight, I was like, that's a bad idea. Um, but um, uh, yeah, no, it was loved really her. No, clearly. And who clearly. wants to watch porn with other people you're not going to have sex with? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I've never been a fan of porn. I don't watch porn. People are like, you're a liar. It's like, no, I don't watch porn. And if, because my whole thing is, if I'm not doing it, I don't want to watch other people yeah, do it. I don't care. If I'm not involved, it doesn't matter. <laughs> It doesn't make me want to keep it get to yourself involved. Yeah. If you're if you're cool with porn and you're down with porn, I'm not here to porn shame. Enjoy your porn. Yeah. You do you, but boo. I'm not a weirdo. I'm not a weirdo for not enjoying porn. No. Well, you're a weirdo for other things, but definitely not for not enjoying porn. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I think yeah. it gets an overall grade from all of us of at least an A. It, it yeah, passes. I was A, you were B plus, Greg was A minus, so we'll call it yeah. yeah. It's still a solid fucking entry. Fucking amazing show. Like, what are you doing with your life if you're not watching? I mean, if you don't have, I guess, Amazon Prime, then that's a problem. But but um if you have Amazon Prime, watch the show. Especially if you if you've watched, you know, the past 10 years of superhero movies that just huge popularity of superhero movies, and you're just kind of like I want to see the dissection of that. Like, this is it. This is for you. Um, that or read Watchmen. It's both are in that category. But um, uh, yeah. So let's go ahead and move on over to Lovecraft Country. 
episode eight. Eight. Uh, the anti, it's the anti penultimate episode, is what it's literally the third of last. Is anyway, um, oh, holy shit, holy shit. There was a lot in this episode, <laughs> a fucking lot. Yeah. Also, I don't think I'm allowed. I don't think we're allowed to say the title of it. <laughs> oh no. Like, so I, I, it's funny. I said the name of, of it to my parents and, uh, my dad just went, yeah, I don't, I don't think you can. Like I get where if, they're going. You but can, but you're going to look like a douche. If you do, right. uh, you're absolutely, it can come out of your mouth, but <laughs> I wouldn't recommend <laughs> you do that. <laughs> well, my mom, my mom had like, she claimed to never have heard the word. And she was like, I don't know what that really? means. And I was like, I was like, really? My dad was like, really? <laughs> and she's like, she's like, well, I've heard it, but I didn't know it was a racial epithet. And I was like, oh, oh yeah, it really is. So that was an interesting conversation. But uh, I get well, why they went that with what happened. Well, yeah, the whole the whole episode and the that it was centered around, you know, what happened to Emmett Till is very central to what we're going through today. Um, the correlations and parallels are very real. Right. And there at towards the end when Christine did what she did, first we were like, what is she doing? And then I realized after what Ruby had said to her, she was trying to understand in her own weird way. She was trying to understand what Emmett Till went through. Yeah. It was very, very surreal, that whole aspect of it. And, you know, God, D, bless her heart. Those little creepy things. Mm. I was so proud of her, though, for fighting back. You know, I mean, I was yeah. like, she just needs to turn around, punch the fucking shit out of these things. Face your fears, baby. And, and she, was, you know, she was keeping she her, yeah. And then Montrose not being able to see the full situation because Jeff was very upset. He's like, "You need to stop," and I'm like, "He can't stop because he can't see these things. She thinks he's gonna, she's gonna hurt herself with this giant fucking pipe." I do the same thing in his situation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's wrong, but it was right. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't know about all the weirdness that Mont that Mont uh, Montrose and. Montrose. Uh, uh, Letty and, and Tick had seen at this point. Like, yeah, she has no idea, but she's got something all her own. They wouldn't have targeted her because without it, you know, it's like you know the drawings she made on the map. She's she's got some shining. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Hundred percent. I just I think from her perspective is that she was like, if I go to somebody, they're gonna look at like look at me like I'm fucking nuts. Yeah. So well, Letty pissed me off because you know, obviously D was in distress. I don't give a shit if you could see the creepy little things or not. She was in distress. You should have stopped and comforted her and talked to her and find out what was wrong with her. That that upset me. I'm like, Letty, yeah. you have just disappointed me, girl. I know you got some issues right now, but that's a little 12-year-old girl who just lost her mama and doesn't even really know it yet. You need to deal with her. Your issues can wait. You know, but yeah, that's is, just the mom in me. <laughs> uh, the, speaking of speaking of her mom, um, I'm curious when the fuck she is coming back because she's she told the 
entity, I don't know what to fucking call that, that she wanted to go back to her daughter. But then mm. on top of that, we, we got information about where the fuck um, uh, Tick went. Yeah. Um, so I fucking, think she will come back. I think she will be profoundly changed by it. I, oh yeah. I don't know what's going to happen with the... It's that broke my heart. Yeah, it's gonna. It's uh, the show. Show so fucking clever with everything it does. But I do Um, have to say the ending was fucking spectacular. Oh, I had a big old fucking smile on my face. (laughs) Yeah, when at first, you know, when they couldn't come in, I started laughing. I don't know about y'all, but I was just hee hawing. I mean, just cackling like a witch over here. He can't come in. He can't come in. Look at that dumbass. He can't come in. And then they started shooting. I was like, oh my God, what the fuck? And then watching her get up in like Matrix slow motion style and she realized she was not going to be hurt was fucking awesome. But then Atticus. Yeah. My mom and, was my mom was like, oh not my mom, sorry. Somebody. Somebody was I, I, I didn't watch it with anybody, but I saw someone freaking out about why Letty decided to leave the house because she thought that maybe Letty had protection inside the house and not out. And why did she run out there to protect Tick? And I'm just like, because she's pregnant. <laughs> like she well, doesn't you want know, to and lose the, that. And that's the thing. She is not just um protection inside the house. She has the mark of Cain on her body at this point. Right. From right. Christina. So she is, she feels safe and invincible. And to an extent, I'm sure she is. And that's why she ran out too. I think if, you know, the gunfire had st- still been going on, she would not. And she had been hurt or s- something to make her recognize that she was vulnerable. She wouldn't have run out the door. She's not stupid. But she had every reason to believe she was invulnerable. But it turns out he didn't need her. Right. You know? Which was He's awesome. got spot. He's got <sighs> his own little hellhounds. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck they're called. But yeah, as soon as it popped out of the ground, I was like, holy shit. Oh and I God. loved it because it came right up to his hand. I was like, it's yours now. You get to keep it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh funny little thing about that about that scene um the, the the guy who worked on the special effects on the show he talked about how uh before hitting um the actress and actor that played letty and and tick with the blood cannon um he had to show them how it went off first and stood in front of it to show them that it was safe but he was like but i can't tell you how fucking rad it is in 2012 well i guess they filmed it last year but in in uh in this day and age to use a fucking actual blood cannon for a show yeah. <laughs> he goes normally that shit would have been done like uh post uh, whatever and the actors wouldn't have gotten dirty post production thank you i can do the word <clears throat> um but he um he was so fucking elated that he got to do that and then there's like a bunch of behind the scenes pictures of uh of the two actors, like just kind of hanging out with smiles on their face, just covered in blood. Yeah, that would like, be fun. It would be awesome. What Ugh. did you think, Maya? It was okay. Oh, I didn't bullshit. get. No, I really. It was just ho hum for me. I didn't get excited about it at all. 
Interesting. Really? Because those two little twins, man, I would rather deal with the twins from The Shining than them bitches. They scared me. Yeah, I well, mean, terrifying. oh my God, just creepy. They pulled it off well, especially there at the end where she kind of does that weird turn and grin at the camera before shutting the door. Oh, I was like, oh, don't show up in my nightmares tonight. Please don't show up in my nightmares tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Do not want to dream about you bitches. (laughs) They were terrifying. It was, they were creepy. And, you know, the whole, his guardian hellhound, whatever it was that showed up, that was cool and all. But I don't know, man, the past couple of episodes, I've been kind of taken out of the series. The show is just not, I'm not enjoying it as much as I was the first few episodes. Oh, that sucks. I know. I have to say, I've I've enjoyed every single episode. I just think that each episode there's it gets more intense, and I like it. That's how I feel about it for sure. I, I mean, I'm, it, I'm, was, it was fine and all, but it didn't blow me away, and I was just like not hopped or amped or anything. I was much more excited and hopped and amped about the boys than this episode. Hmm. Fascinating. Maybe maybe the next two will get you. I don't know. I, I love the um, I love how the show is not is not shying away from the two subjects that they are playing into the horror aspect. Like they they are they're full bore into like both racism and fictional terror are are scary, and uh, we're going to take that to the fullest effect. And I I fucking love that so much. Um. And I yeah. also like, you know, how they're dealing with the relationship between Montrose and Atticus. Um, I, I think it was funny when he walked up to him and Holly says, you cheat on my mama? No. <laughs> okay, then. <You> know? <laughs> he took it very well. You know, I was very proud of that little moment. And again, it's not a huge thing in the show, but it's enough that, you know, it's a nod. It's a nod, and I think that's a good thing to have. So, yeah. I appreciated that little moment of the show. And you know, he's he loves his son, and he loves his future grandson, and he's willing to do whatever he can. The one I feel the the most like strongly towards in terms of uh, uh, empathy is Monroe's because he has to deal with being black in the late forties and early fifties, on top of being gay. Yeah, like that's. That's a lot. That is yeah. so much. Is he bi or gay? Well, I uh, I don't I don't he, know. I would classify him as gay. Yeah, same here. Uh, if I had to, you know, if you're having to put a label on it, he's definitely gay. It's just like he said to Tick, he's like you'll find that your love of family is a powerful love. You know, he yeah. said, the love I had for your mom and she had for me was because we needed that familial love because we didn't have anybody else. Yeah. That's kind of how I took it was that he, he had, he had that because he had to versus wanting to. And, um, it never came across as something that like, well, I, I guess what I'm curious now, what I'm really curious now is like, was Montrose's relationship with Atticus's mom um, 
like was she in love with Montrose or was it just like she was a lesbian and had to go through this like with him like they were both each other's beards if you catch my drift I don't um, think so because I think that you know um, again he said that she lost everyone in the riots yeah. everyone so yeah. you know I, I think she did love him and I think that you know like you said being a black man who is also having gay feelings for other men must be extremely, must have been extremely hard at that time period. You know, just being homosexual in itself was hard enough. Throw black on top of it. That's got to be mind blowing. But I think he did love her in a romantic way, but he was still, he was attracted to men. You know, but she loved him, and I think she only loved him. I don't think she probably ever even knew that he was attracted to men. Yeah, that's that's some that's some information that I would love to know. I know it's not important or pertinent to the full plot because Tick and and Montrose's relationship is far more important than Montrose's history. But um, uh, it is something that I think would be an interesting topic, maybe next season, if they do a second season. Oh, there's uh, got to be there's got to be a second season. Yeah, I'm I, so I like, mad if there's not. <laughs> <laughs> well, then that's the thing is I don't know if this is supposed to be a one-off story or if it's meant to be multiple seasons. But because like like we said with Watchmen, like we're not getting a season two because it was never yeah. meant to have a season two. Um, but uh, you know, that's not to say that it couldn't happen with the right circumstances. Um, but uh, and then you got. Um, Kumio coming into oh, it. Yeah. You know, and what oh, was her Gia. name? Gia. Gia. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah Gia. She, she's and, Kumio. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But she's, you know, she's coming into it. I'm not sure what role she's going to play in the next couple of episodes. I'm very curious because obviously she does love Atticus. Um, well, yeah, we didn't get a whole episode dedicated to her for her to just show up in episode eight with like a hi. Yeah, you're gonna die. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, we already we figured that out. More. Thank you. Yeah, there, there's <laughs> got to be more to this story, and you know, I'm. It. I will. Say I don't this. really I, like the way Atticus is treating her. Oh no, she all. doesn't I, deserve it. No, I. That's. Uh, that's what's so fascinating about the character development in the show is that, um, when it comes to how Letty sometimes treats tick and vice versa or how mantra like their relationship, like everyone's relationship. I'm just sitting there going like you're handling this very poorly. And I'm not yeah. talking about just one character, like every character I say this about each episode. Um, as much as I love each character, like, Oh my God, the show is just brimming to the fucking like to the top with character development. Um, it's also something that, It's also something where I just I, I I I kind of character study and read and and look at what everyone's kind of going through and what they're saying and how they're dealing with each other and how they're interacting with each other and kind of talking to each other and you know the first few episodes kind of go through like Letty and her sister's relationship on top of the fact that now they're chummy chummy but now like Letty's sister's dealing with the stuff that she's dealing with while Letty's dealing you know it's like there's so much going on 
And I couldn't imagine, like, I hope that the writers are like, well, they're so stressed out that they wouldn't do this or they would say this. Like, like you and I were talking about how we were kind of irritated with how Letty handled her, uh, handled the little girl. What the fuck's her name? D. How she handled D when D was going through her crisis. And it's like, how how upset can we be with Letty? Because we do know that she was dealing with her own stresses. Would D would would Letty have actually noticed these stresses, or was she well, just kind of preoccupied and blinded by it? Yeah, and again, that's why I, I, you know, ended it with that's the mom in me, right? Because the mom in me is always going to take note if there's something wrong with the child in my presence. You know, if they, it's just it's ingrained in you, especially after so long, you know, it's just like you, what I need is coming second to what my child needs. And if I see a child in distress, my first instinct is to drop everything. And oh, are you okay? What can I do for you? You yeah. know, it doesn't matter what I'm going through. It can wait. What's wrong with you? You know? And I think, I think in, in a way that's a good, it's a good barometer to show kind of how Letty is handling things too. Yeah. Um, She's not and, paying attention. Yeah, no, she's there. Even as a typical woman would, even, you know, because that is kind of a maternal thing. Um, if you've got a female mind, you're more likely to see these types of things. I think, Maya, you would probably agree with that. You're, you're more in tune with other people's emotions a little bit mm -hmm. as a female, I think. You can I, I I feel that I can definitely tell when something is bothering someone a lot easier than say a man. Yeah, I do too. To, and to it, be it's, fair, I'm, I'm, it's just it's it's not saying that you guys are into you know or emotionally dumb. It's just that's how <laughs> we the female brain was designed to socialize, and that was how we kept you know our communities going. And the male brain was more equipped to think logically and quickly, you know, it's like with right. multitasking, I can't fucking multitask that well. And you <laughs> appear to, you know, have a good grasp of it. And it's because no, I'm totally invested in the gossip. Thank you very much. That's, that's what my woman brain is focusing on. I don't want to do three right. things at once. Well, I think that, I and, and, that they, <laughs> and they, and they show that in the best way possible with this show where, uh, when, um, uh, what's her name? The woman that's that's dealing that's hanging out with Letty's sister. What the hell's her name? Christina. Christina, thank you. Um, when Christina is talking to, uh, or not talking, but when she's she's using her brother's body so that mm -hmm. way she can go out into the world as a man. But when she is what's that it? character, like when she is her what's brother, her brother. It wasn't her brother. It wasn't her brother. Was I thought it was her brother. It was. It was her boyfriend. I thought they were related. Why did I catch that they were related? Well, maybe they were, but he was also her boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Uh, but when she goes, when she is in his skin, she's acting like herself. She's more empathetic, whereas he probably wouldn't be. Mm -hmm. And I think that, that that speaks volumes on exactly what you're talking about, Betty, where each character kind of does that, where Tick having the argument with Letty, he storms off to go fix a thing. He storms off to go. Do. They yeah. go. They fix things, and that's what that's one of the problems that women have. Sometimes we just need you as a a shouting board, 
but yeah. y'all want to fix everything. And we're like, <laughs> we don't need it fixed. We just need to scream for a minute. And you're the closest person in the vicinity. <laughs> yeah. Cause the second that he stormed off to go fix the thing, she was just like, where the fuck are you going? Um, so I think you're, you're absolutely correct in that. And, and, um, the way that they handle character development in the show is so fucking smart to me. I just, uh, could gush about that for forever and i'm so happy that we have two more episodes of the show because mm. i if it if it ended too soon i'd be upset about it but oh. yeah i'm i'm looking forward to the next couple episodes and i'm really hoping there will be a second season yeah we'll say that we'll i guess we could HBO wrap it up yeah 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 um well maya why don't you go ahead and go first on this one uh, i'll give it a b Meh. uh it was just <laughs> it was better than an average but it didn't grab me and excite me like it did you guys. I mean, it's it's solid acting from everybody ab- around. You know, it's beautifully shot. You know, the music choices are great. It just oh yeah, the music the story, was great. The story itself just didn't grab me, and that it, it upsets me that the story is not grabbing me like it did early on. Um, I'm I'm hoping that that changes in the last two episodes. Um, I'm also having a difficult time trying to place exactly what year this happened in, even though Emmett Till's death occurred in 1955. But in the last episode or the episode before that, they were trying to establish that this was 1957. And it's... You got to remember, we're not in the same world. Okay. They're in a different world. It's a parallel to ours. But it's not the same. Yeah, and, I, and you know, and that could and that could be what's throwing me off too. Um, but I mean, you know, it still is a solid, good episode. It just didn't excite me and grab me, unfortunately, like the first few episodes. And I hope that changes. Me but too. I'll give it so I just looked up online about when it exactly takes place, and it says 1954. But it says the the series third episode reveals that certain events take place in the summer of fifty five. Yeah, I don't feel yeah. like everything is is. I don't. I've never felt like this series is meant to be happening in a short amount of time. I do feel like it has been spread out over several months. Each episode is a little bit further in the future than where we left off in the last one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't think everything think is straightforward. I think everything is kind of wishy-washy and all over the place because, well, they want it to be. They want you to maybe feel a little confused because, as it is Lovecraft, and he dealt with the idea of insanity a lot. I think making the audience feel a little insane when it comes to where things yeah. are going and what's happening is definitely part of it. Yeah, but I agree with you. Who, yeah, now, who I, lets the dyslexic man read the incantation? <laughs> Anybody else? I mean, come on. <laughs> I do give this an A+. I love this episode. But who lets the dyslexic man read the incantation? Because as soon as he said that, I've been like, nope, you're not reading this. You know, <laughs> You are just bound to fuck it up. I love you, but no. You know? I mean, I guess he must have done a good job, thankfully. The whole the whole signing the cross at the end and saying amen. He's like, well, shit, boy, it can't hurt. 
That and was, he ain't wrong. <laughs> that was funny. I do. I love that. I was like, he ain't wrong. I mean, no. it's all the same. <laughs> Might as well throw it in there. It can't hurt. <laughs> Um, and what about you? What do you grade it, Greg? Oh, it was an A plus episode for me, honestly. Absolutely. I, I was enthralled the entire time. I literally, I, I think I've talked about this before. I, I play games and watch shows at the same time, and uh, I literally stopped playing the game. I, I just was fixated on what was happening. I, it's, it's not super often that that happens. Like we're slowly, and we're going to get to it. I promise everybody. Uh, watching Ratchet. Um. Uh. I'm not enjoying that show as much as I think others will. We'll get to that when that review happens. So I'm playing games during the entire and en entirety of that show. Um, occasionally I'll pause to watch what's happening, but for the most part, I'm, I'm not like super enthralled with it. This episode, like I started playing a game completely shut off my, my Xbox to watch the show. Like I was a thousand percent invested. I feel um, you with that on Ratchet because I do have to say it's it's just not capturing my attention every time I try and watch it. I just yeah I zone out. I don't know, and then I'll come back and I'm like, wait, what? Where are we? <laughs> you know? Yeah, we'll, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll try to get to it. We'll try to get to it in the in the future. I don't know next week or the week after that, but um, it'll be an interesting conversation because I have a lot to say about it. Um, but I have finished it by the way. But my point is, is that like. It's it's not super often that a show does that. Like, um, I can say this much. Like, uh, I think it was like episode three or something. Like, or episode two. It did not captivate me as much as these last few episodes have. Um, the episode where that they're in the Korean War, and then the episode where uh, the um, D's mom goes into like an alternate reality sort of situation. Yeah. Those two episodes, I like. In th this episode, I just fixated like completely fucking enthralled so i felt like that through most of it honestly i mean I've, i can't say there's an episode that i don't like or haven't found entertaining i really really loved the episode in korea and i asked my friends who were watching i was like what do you think wasn't that awesome and they're like yeah it's okay it's like, my God, you people are so hard to please. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, you know, and that's, that's, that's definitely, I think something that's going to be interesting about this show is that um, Lovecraft and, and the book that it's based on aren't super popular. Whereas Watchmen is super popular. And when the show had come out and it was telling a correct, like ex extension of the comic, and making you know certain characters be racist as they were, or bigots, uh, people got very offended by that. Got very upset about that. Like there would like they were like that's not a thing, and it's like you clearly didn't pay attention. That's not happening with this because nobody, like maybe not not nobody. I shouldn't say that, but nobody that's on Twitter or on Facebook is is commenting on it because that's not a thing. But I think that. I think that like Lovecraft in general is a very niche audience, niche, niche audience, niche, niche, whatever. And um, uh, having strong, strong racial overtones on the whole show might turn some people away. People that I don't want to associate with, but um, so my curiosity, my, my thought process in this is like, is this show 
going to get a second season, even though the people who are watching it are sticking around because the ratings aren't Watchmen level good. So I hope HBO keeps it on because I'm I'm loving it, but I'm I'm seeing a lot of people kind of in, in Maya's camp of just kind of like meh. So I don't know. But it's, I think my what grade would you still give it overall? Right now, uh, I'm giving the whole series overall a B. Which isn't it's, bad. It's good. It's not Watchmen level good, but it's good. It's enjoyable. But I really would like to see it get stepped up in the last two episodes. I would like to be able to say, yeah, this is an A for me and an easy rewatch anytime, anytime I choose. But it's not there yet for me, and I'm hoping it gets there. Yeah, I hope so too, because because <laughs> it's I mean it's there for me, but um, you know I think that's then that's also what I love about this podcast. We can do that. Um, all right, well let's go ahead and, and uh, move on to uh, the other topics we wanted to bring up. Um, so it's our third year anniversary. Uh, Maya and I have been doing this podcast for a long time. Uh, Betty, you've been doing it for what? God, I don't know. How long would you say? Oh, sweetheart. I don't know. My sense okay. of time has been so thrown off with this same, COVID shit. <laughs> same, same, same. I mean, you joined this year. We know that much. Yeah. So. Uh, well, the first episode that you were an official cast member of was, was August 21st. Uh, your guest episodes were August 14th and your first guest episode was, um, in July. So I've been at this for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, July 17th. I just did my, I just don't want to ostracize you from the conversation, buddy, because you're new. (laughs) Oh, you're not. Don't worry. I know. Uh, I'm awesome. (laughs) (laughs) uh well i mean i have been doing like we've been doing this podcast for three years now and we just now added a third person um so that speaks volumes on you as a person i think uh i'm humbled um but uh my life has not changed drastically since we started the podcast i'm still living with my folks i'm still taking care of my folks you know working yada yada but uh maya goddamn you wait until next year. <laughs> uh. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I got to get limbs cut off. I have to change genders. I mean, I got to do something to keep it fresh. Yeah, I mean, yeah. This 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 season's different for sure. I can tell you that much. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's been uh, it's been a hell of a journey because, um. I still, I've talked about it from time to time, but like I started this, I wanted to do this podcast all the way back in 2015. Uh, I was uh, heading to MAGFest for the first time. I don't know if you were watching the channel at this time, Maya, but. um, I had just started. I had just started because I think your first MAGFest was the sandwich run, wasn't it? Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, I basically had just only been watching for about a week or two weeks beforehand because I tuned in one Saturday night and you were streaming and you were playing Mega Man 4 and you showed us the trick about, uh, you know, how the boss 
God, which boss was it again? Uh, it's, uh, Skullman. Skullman, yeah. How he won't attack if you don't move when you first go in the room. And you said, all right, look, I'm setting my controller down, and I'm going to go make a sandwich. And that's when I started following the channel and everything. And, you know, I chatted a little bit in the stream that night. But I was like, well, this guy's entertaining, but this isn't my friend Hutch, because my friend Hutch said, I'm part of a stream team. Follow us on this channel. I was like, okay. And I was expecting, I was like, oh, okay, they're streaming. Let's tune in and see what's going on. So, obviously, it wasn't my friend that I had known for since the year 2000 at that point. Well, I think I think the reason that that was the case was uh, back then, uh, Michelle had the channel on a different schedule where uh, Michelle would play a, an RPG uh, for like mm -hmm. two hours, and then it would go into two different shows. For like one for three hours, the other for three hours, and I was on before Hutch on Wednesdays. Um, no, well, this was on a Saturday night. This is when you did Saturdays. Okay, okay, I was gonna say because I wasn't sure if it was before or after that because I know that I was on for for the beginning there for a while. I was on Wednesdays from two to five my time, which was five to seven your guys's time, and uh, and then Michelle wanted to change that to just one show a day. And not do not do the the RPG show or have two shows on, um, and that's when she moved me to Saturday. But uh, um, that's what I was assuming why you tuned in on a Saturday versus a Wednesday when Hutch streamed. But you were just tuning in in general, not yeah. knowing when not knowing when he streamed. But um, yeah, like uh, uh, back then, um, I loved sitting at the edge of my bed with my laptop watching netflix shows and eating um that's a motorcycle whoa that that's loud. impressive <laughs> what sounded like somebody summoned their own hellhound <laughs> somebody um, turned their dildo on <laughs> wow uh, that's a loud dildo that's that's, a that's that one's got some power it doesn't run on batteries how many no. dildos does that RPG? Uh, no, <laughs> that, uh, how many RPMs does that dildo have? Uh, it sounded yeah. like they were redlining it. <laughs> <laughs> you got a, it's got a Kickstarter. My dildo has a kickstart. <laughs> That's the title of the fucking episode. <laughs> My dildo's God. got a kickstart. That'd be amazing. Could you imagine though? I like I know that Japan. No, made... I can't. I, I don't know why it would be so amazing. <laughs> so Japan has invented a, a robot that it, it works in sperm donor banks, if you will. I don't know what the fuck uh -huh. they call them over there, but it's Space basically banks. it's basically a blowjob uh, robot. It's just <laughs> it's it's a it's a um, it's a shaped like R two D two, completely white though. And it has this hole that you put your dick in, and it goes to work <laughs> and collects your sample. <laughs> Real thing. And I always it's thought, like, man milking. <laughs> oh yeah, no, hundred percent. And I, but I always thought, like, what? <laughs> what if they like mass produce? Does it have? Does it? Does it have a little hand attachment that cradles the balls? <laughs> you no, know, I, I don't think it does. Place wow. balls here. <clears throat> I don't think it does, but that'd be fucking hilarious. You know, like when you go to the eye doctor and you got to put your chin on that put thing. Put your chin on the thing. Yeah, put yeah. your balls here. <laughs> but I was just sitting there thinking, like, what if please that thing had a kickstarter? Please place te testicles in receptacle. 
<laughs> testicle receptacle. And it's like yeah. that, it's like that massage thing that you put on the back of your neck and it rotates. Yeah. Maybe not as strong, but you know. The first massagers were dildos. So. Jesus Christ. Thanks, motorcycle yeah, guy, for but, that. <laughs> but but I'm telling you, I bet it didn't have a kickstart. Yeah, those uh, are rare. You got to go on the black market to find those. Oh my god! You know. So, funny anyways, a, yeah. How did you guys? What what made you guys? Um, whoever so, started this? How did you decide to pick your podcast for doing rating shows? Um. So yeah, I I I I loved watching the shows, and I always thought it'd be fun. Like I was doing a podcast at the time with Buddy Anthony, where we would talk about gaming news, and we'd have a strict like. We talk about this for this amount of time and, and whatever. It was great. Uh, Maya even joined the, because we, we always live streamed it. And um, But back in 2015, when I was going to that MAGFest, I, I remember talking to Michelle and saying, like, I really wanted to I have this idea for a podcast where me and somebody else, like, we watch shows in their entirety. Not just, like, because there, there are podcasts that exist now where they watch, like, the first three episodes or they just watch the first episode and they review it. I was always like, that doesn't really give a good context to me about whether it's worth my time or not. I wanted something that you would have to have had seen the entire show to give it a proper yeah. idea. And um, I remember I was streaming a lot of Jackbox, which we have been playing now. Go to uh, twitch.tv slash to join us on Saturdays when we do it. Um, and uh, um, there was a few people that would join the Discord and uh maya was one of them um and i remember i don't remember what show we had watched but we american both saw vandal it was america yes 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 and we started talking well no i don't think it was american vandal i don't think that was the first show that we were talking about on stream i think it was something else entirely but every time that we would talk about a movie or a tv show i noticed that you were very articulate and i love talking to you about those things and then that's when I decided that we needed to do this show. And uh, yeah, the first episode had American Vandal. And what else was it? Um, God, I don't remember. Jesus. Something else. People. Yeah, we'd have to go back and look. But um, it was just that like during the stream when I would talk to Maya about whatever, I always uh, like look big mouth, to it. big mouth. That's right. Jesus. <clears throat> um, and uh um, I talked to Anthony because I was like, I don't have a way of recording and editing it. I just don't have that capability on my end. Um, so I asked the way that I set it up originally was that um, Maya and I would be in a call with Anthony. Anthony would then record the call and then upload it to to um, this the our stuff. Like we created a bunch of stuff for it. The problem is, is that Anthony did no editing. <laughs> so None. like absolutely fucking none so the first three episodes are really rough um and then uh, we went to record the fourth episode and uh it went great we like my on her end had the had the cameras ready to go like we record it like we normally do and it was the fifth episode that i remember we having the biggest issue because it was the seventh episode we had the big issue with the, the recording dark and whatever else like four times brat Laser Team right, yeah. Two and uh, uh, I know it was dark that we talked about because I because it was we dark like, I, yeah, that was, was so that was episode eight episode eight yeah episode seven was the first one I recorded on my end because that was our Christmas episode 
Oh, that's right. Yeah. I thought it was. I thought it was earlier than that. I thought it was like the first three were on Anthony, and then the rest. No, were on the up. first, the first six were on Anthony, and then the seventh on was me. But it was episode eight that we ran into tons of issues recording. We recorded four times to get our dark discussion in. That's when we decided at the that we time, didn't need video. <laughs> yeah, and we were trying to do it on video entirely and upload it to YouTube. And we decided let's do audio only. It's a lot easier because at the time I didn't have a video card in my PC, and now I do, and video is not a problem. But it just became an audio, uh, audio format from there because it just made things a lot simpler. Yeah. Okay, that um, makes sense. Yeah. And then from then on out, it was just like we would come up with I, either Maya and I would come up with ideas to expand the show and whatnot. And then uh, um, I ended up dropping the podcast I was doing with Anthony while Maya on her end was doing like 18 a fucking week. <laughs> I was doing three. <laughs> Look, I'm going to exaggerate for the sake of comedy, goddammit. Yeah, but when I say I had 13 cats, people just know that's not an exaggeration. That is for real. I actually have 13 cats. Um, and just to reiterate, she's dog-sitting. The dog's not going to <laughs> come to any harm. It's going home to its owner today. That's yeah. got you got to add in that and the kickstarted dildo into the title somehow. That dog went home via the way of the kickstart dildo. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, that's a hell of a title. Uh, yeah, it's 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 been fun. It's been a journey. I remember uh, back when we were still in the throes of doing the podcast, like we would love doing it, and then all of a sudden, like Maya was like, "Hey, I'm feeling really feverish. I don't know if I'm gonna like. I, I'm I have to go to the hospital. I don't know what's going on." And then it was just radio silence for God, I think ten days before. Oh, no, it wasn't that long. It felt that long. It, well, it wasn't that long. May the eleventh was the day I got sick. It was also the day we had just loaded the season one of Cobra Kai and Agretzico reviews. We had recorded it on the ninth, but it was the tenth or the eleventh when I got sick. Yeah. And I was like, I feel badly. We were supposed to record the Monkey King for the next episode, the new adventures of Monkey King. And I was like, we're going to have to, I'm not going to be able to watch um, because we only put out one episode in May that, that, that year of 2018. Um, we didn't come back until episode 18, uh, which was June uh, 10th. So we went a whole month without publishing an episode. Yeah. And the only reason that one got published when it did is because I made them let me out of the hospital. <laughs> well, cause like, I, I remember, I remember being really worried about you and I, and I didn't know what was going on. And I, I was super fucking concerned about your health. I, I, I was just worried. Like you can ask my parents. I just nonstop talking about it. I was like, what's wrong? I don't know. And uh, I remember being inside Walmart doing grocery shopping and um, that Walmart has terrible, terrible reception with my phone. So I remember trying to contact you or Misty 
I don't remember who, but somebody messaged me and it just was not fucking coming through and I could not respond. So I was, I remember like rushing to get the groceries bought and get the fuck out of there so I could get out of the store and actually contact you. Yeah, I remember Misty. She's like, honey, Greg's really worried. I was like, tell him what happened. Because we hadn't told anybody yet because we didn't know if I was going to make it through the weekend. And this was a Sunday night um, or Monday Sunday night. It was a Sunday night, and because uh, I went in on a Thursday, uh, the seventeenth, uh, and they took it. That's why I uh, felt like 10 Friday. Days, it was four days. They I'm took it. They days. took it. They took it Friday the eighteenth, uh, but they didn't know if I was going to make it through the weekend or not. And honestly, thinking back, a lot of that weekend is a haze because I was on so much morphine. <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. It's like when Jeff had his stroke last year. Yeah, he was in the hospital. He he doesn't remember a lot of it, and he really didn't have a clear understanding until very recently of what I went through as the non-sick person because they were basically mm-hmm. telling me he's going to die. And I'm sitting here going, oh, my God, what the fuck am I going to do? My husband is dying, you know? And yeah, I, I sympathize with Misty so much over that. I sympathize with you, but I sympathize with her on a deeper level because no. being on the outside oh. is absolutely terrifying in its own right. Yeah, yeah. She was, uh, uh, that's the thing. I can't do hospitals. And there's been a couple of times she's had to be in the hospital. And I'm like, okay, honey, I'm going to go home and go to bed now. Uh, you know, because one, I'm, very uncomfortable in the hospital too. It would drive me nuts because there was nothing I could do to help her. Yeah. You know, I knowing my presence would be common to her, but at the same time, the hospital presence was just angering me and I really wasn't doing any good to be there. Yeah. Um, I wasn't out there with Jeff a lot. He was in there for a couple of weeks, but I would come out every day. But yeah, what yeah. I did most of the time is kept myself busy doing whatever mm-hmm. needed to be done. So I didn't well, have to think about what was going on. Yeah, I remember checking in with you, just hitting you up and saying, hey, how are you holding up? Talk to me. By a thread. And if you need to vent, vent. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. we've all been there through, through some pretty important moments in each other's lives. In one way yeah. or another, you know. I mean, you and I less so, but. Yeah, um, but trust me, I'll have drama <laughs> before this year is out. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, still just, 2020, Greg. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, no shit. I remember, one of the things I remember the most was I had made a I had made a message on all the social medias like, hey, we're going to be out for a while. <laughs> like, Maya's in the hospital. Like, we'll, we'll, we'll be in contact with what we know later. And a bunch of people were just like, oh, shit, okay. Like, you know, hope everything's okay. And then uh, uh, I remember the day or the next day. I don't if I don't remember if it was the day or the next day, but very shortly after Maya came home, like we were talking to each other. We would gotten a call I, or something. I came home on a Thursday. I went in on a Thursday, and I was discharged a week later. Um, wow, they didn't keep you. No, I wouldn't let them. They wanted to. I have what they call billable hours out the ass. They did not want to let me go home. I have some great insurance and I'm glad that I do. Cause if I didn't, I probably wouldn't be alive. 
Yeah, we did <coughs> last year. We don't have any at all this year because there's no way we could afford it and still afford to eat. You know, so I was, you know, but that year, something in me when we signed up for healthcare that year, I was like, I really need to just go ahead and take the full, you know, allotment and get the best insurance we can. And I did. And I'm glad I did because yeah. otherwise we would have had over $30,000 in medical bills for that two weeks. Yeah. You know. that, that one week would have cost me about a hundred grand. Mm -hmm. I, I fucking hate American medical shows. Anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a privilege, not a right. Uh, but yeah, I remember, I just remember like immediately, like it was, it just seems so quick after Maya had got home that we were recording or that we were doing something, whether it was streaming. Or, oh, that's what it was. We played, we played Jackbox. That's we what played Jackbox that first Saturday night and we were playing Fibbage and you know, it was enough about you. Uh, and the, and the I fucking question, clip. I still have the fucking, <laughs> the fucking question was. One thing that Maya misses most in their life. <laughs> Everybody except for me put in her leg. Yep. Yeah. And was I was like hilarious. I was like, you guys didn't see my leg. <laughs> it looked like Deadpool. Like it went from looking like a normal leg and then in three days looking like Deadpool's taint. It's just it, it, that's what the flesh eating bacteria did. Yeah. I mean, it literally yeah. ate the flesh and it ate it so rapidly. And I thought I had the flu, but I didn't yeah. have any symptoms of congestion or no coughing in my chest, but I was feverish yeah. and chills and vomiting like four days of nonstop vomiting. It was just like, I thought I had the flu, but never once did I realize, oh, I don't have any congestion. I'm this not in my chest. This was my entire body being oh, ravaged. Fever brained. Yeah. Oh, my temperature, it, it would be 103 and then it would drop to like 93. So I was within a 10 degree range of my body temperature. I would be sweating and freezing to death at the same time. It was like Dewey Cox. He needs more blankets and less blankets. <laughs> and I bet Misty was going, we need to get you to the hospital. And you were going, no, 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 I don't need to go. Well, I had a doctor's appointment on that Thursday. I said, if I'm not better by the time I get to my appointment, you know, they'll figure out what's wrong with me when I'm there. We're going in a couple of days anyway. And then after the vomiting stopped, I noticed, holy shit, look how swollen my right leg is down there in my ankle and foot. It was literally twice as big as the normal, and it was hurting to walk on. I was like, what in the world is my foot hurting so bad? And then, the, yeah, and then the next day, the top of my sock was wet. I was like, why is the top of my sock wet? Why is it yellow? And I peeled the sock down, and there was just these... Yeah blisters two fingers wide and a finger tall like you know the thickness of your finger tall and two fingers wide and they were just weeping blisters yeah. and that was on the wednesday night it was late wednesday night and it was like 9 30 at night and i was like okay my doctor's appointment's tomorrow afternoon but if tomorrow morning this is still doing this after madison goes to school we'll just go to the er and 
the next morning came. She took Madison to school. I couldn't get up. I could not put any pressure or weight on my foot. I couldn't get up. I had to crawl up into a chair. And I was like, honey, you're not going to get my big ass to the car. Call an ambulance. Yeah. Because, you know, she's five foot three and a hundred and she's a tiny woman she's she's a little woman you know you know and at the time i was not as tiny as i am now i'm down to 280 now but at the time i was about 100 pounds heavier well yeah it's like when jeff had a stroke there's no way i could have gotten him to the car if he were disabled functionally physically able not able to walk you know, mm-hmm. but fortunately, he was very much like a docile cow. I just led him to the car. You, you put your shoes on. We're going to the hospital. <laughs> you know, that's there was no questioning it. This was happening, whether he liked it or not. <laughs> and I asked him. I was like, "What would have happened if I wasn't there?" He's like, "I probably would have just gotten up and gotten dressed and gone to work." And I was like, "That is the worst thing that could have happened." I'm so glad I was there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, after that, like Maya and I were recording pretty regularly. I don't think there was any real big hiccups or breaks. Um, no, nothing since, you know, we've, we've put out one, we put out one every two weeks consistently thereafter. And then it was about a year later, maybe. Yeah, it was definitely last year we started it. I want to say August of last year. No, I think it was maybe August or September of 2018. Has it been that long? Jesus. Uh, let me look. I'm going to have to go I'm back. Looking, but... I'm looking at October of 2018. It was still every other week at the time. November of 2018. Uh, it was still bi-weekly, but that had three weekends. Maybe it was... Spring of 2019 when we started going every week. Yeah, because we we had discussed that we wanted a show that was just us shooting the shit, just talking. We were doing it. We were doing it in February, uh, February 15th of 2019. Was I think the first episode of Uninhibited. Wow, it's a lot. That's that's when it was. February of 2019 was the first Uninhibited. So in February is when we first went every week. So we've been going half of the half of it's been bi-weekly and then the other half has been every week. Jesus Christ. That's nuts. That's yeah. why for three years we have an episode count of 124 now instead of, you know, 156. Yeah. Because the first year and a half we were bi-weekly. Right. And I remember we started that because we both just like we there was a lot of stuff we wanted to talk about and get off our chest and um, plus play games like uh, we we haven't done in a long time but we needed the headline game. Um, yeah, yeah. But just talk about social issues or things that are going on in our lives, and that was something that came about midway through year two. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, well, I have to say, at the beginning of this year, this is not where I thought I'd end up. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I mean, I had no even, you know, fleeting thoughts of, oh, I'd love to be on a podcast. And then it was, you know, COVID hit. And then I started listening and I was like, I have opinions. Let me share my opinions. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and well, I, well, I, I know this has really helped me get through this experience. I can say that for sure. 
Well, I know you had you had approached me a while back and said, I really want to start a podcast. I want to get into a podcast. I was like, all right, I'll help you in any way we can. And we had thought the first weekend that we met in person, actually, we were going to discuss that further. And then it was like the next week, lockdown. Yep. And I knew it was coming. Told you. I was right. <laughs> yeah. I uh he came to my shop and we've been shopping and there was just like mountains of groceries down there and we had yeah, all kinds of canned goods here. and paper goods stocked up <laughs> yeah we knew we just knew this was about to happen and we prepared you know we were some last minute preppers I'm like i ain't going down without some spam yeah <laughs> <laughs> give me some spam. paper got eggs spam spam and spam mm-hmm Eggs, bacon, spam, 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 sausage and spam. Deviled ham. Which looks like Lobster dog Lobster thermidor. <laughs> and uh, spam, 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 eggs and spam. <laughs> well, I want the spam, 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 spam. No eggs and spam. Oh, sorry. No substitutions. Welcome to the <laughs> portion of the podcast where Maya just recites a whole fucking movie. <laughs> uh, no, it's not a movie. It's one sketch. Get over yourself. Uh, you know what? I unfortunately do have to wrap this up in a minute. I just got a message from my dad, so we yeah, we gotta we gotta get going here in a second. But um, we we uh, pre we warmed up way too long. Um, but that's fun. every week. That was great. Great. Uh, so yeah, we'll bring up the uh, the topic about what IGN wrote about Netflix, why they cancel shows uh, next week or whenever the hell we want. But um, they basically went into it because they went into a rundown of why and how they go about it, and it's long and short of it. It all comes down to money. That's the simple. Well, yeah. Uh, I still I still disagree with their criteria. I don't I don't disagree with you. I think that their criteria is absolute bullshit. I think that when a company starts going the route of um caring more about the the profit margins than they do about, you know, their their content, it's it's really I need crazy. to go back and reread this. I just kind of skimmed through it cuz th- there's one show on Netflix that I really did love called Sense8. Mm-hmm. And uh they had three seasons and there's gone and there's still a huge following for this show. I'm part of a Facebook group and the show was fantastic. It was amazing. There's a ton and of it, stuff that they've just, they've just canned for, for dumb reasons. And and like this IGN article basically was like, it's about viewership. That's the first thing. The second thing is about, um, uh, uh starters and finishers, meaning people who started the show versus people who finished the show. And then the third criteria is um, uh, based on uh, how many like new people come to the platform to watch said show. And uh, the way that they like kind of run that down is, is God, now we're talking about it. So fuck it. Um, we're not like, I'm not on well, a time. My dad's just like, I want to get things done. Um, well, well, we, we didn't finish talking about the other things though. Yeah. Well, let's finish it up next, next week. Because I do have to get this dog home today. So, what other thing, Maya? Just out of curiosity. Well, we were still talking about just history and stuff. Oh, yeah, more or less. I, I don't. I don't know what else we could have brought to it because I was like, we we you know like this year has been nuts in terms of the history for the podcast. 
like we changed our entire format of how we review things and when we review things and how we want to do it. Because mm-hmm. we, Maya and I learned very quickly that doing this show was in a way therapeutic. Yeah. Well, yeah. and you know, I, I hope that the people listening enjoy hearing other people notice some of the same things in the shows that maybe they notice, but they don't have anybody to talk to about it. You know? Yeah. Because well, that's something I, that drew me into your show to begin with is like, yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> well, we did get a little bit of feedback. Um, our friend Dante, you know, he, he has been very complimentary. He thinks that the addition of Betty to the show has been absolutely wonderful. And he loves listening to us. And he's actually, I've seen him name us as one of his favorite podcasts to listen to. And I've had several other people say that too. Um, You know, and it's just been, yeah, it's great when your friends actually give you feedback. Yeah. Um, It's nice to hear feedback from others that you have no association with too. And we're always encouraging for feedback. So please listen. We know people listen to us around the world. I see the numbers. I see the countries. You know, there are people that listen to us in other places. We would love some genuine feedback. You can send that to us, you know, and any of the links down below, you can email them to us at allcueduppodcast at gmail.com. Really easy to remember. Um, But, yeah, just everybody that's been a supporter since day one, thank you. And once we get our new artwork uh, done from the uh, artist and you know he's had some unfortunate setbacks uh, hand injury and a couple other things uh, he's almost done with everything it's looking great um, I can't wait but once we get all that done I'm going to relaunch uh, our art and merchandise and everything and I'm going to do it on Teespring instead of Redbubble but we will do a giveaway in commencement of our uh, third anniversary so we'll talk about how you can enter that and it's not going to be as simple as just sending in an email yeah uh, but we'll talk about that in the future and everything and really excited um, about that also want to also want to give a, a quick thanks to uh our good friend cody or uh Balthazar as he goes on on uh social media twitter specifically um he recorded our new intro um yes yes and you know you may have heard it uh today because today was the first day it was used i wanted to have everything roll out and launch on one day but you know things life happens life gets in the way sometimes and we roll with it and accept it as it comes so as as thank you so much cody yeah i was gonna say as i hope that this podcast has shown you that like we are not sticking to a super strong criteria for what we do. Like if all three of us don't want to continue watching a show, that's a weekly thing. Guess what? You're not getting any more reviews of it. That highly is probably not going to happen, but, um, but, uh, but yeah, if like uh, for instance, if Mandalorian sucks and we don't want to keep watching it after episode two or three, we're probably going to drop it uh, I, again. Cannot clear this up enough. That's probably not going to happen. But, um, uh, yeah, we're playing it fast and loose. You'll notice I've changed how I say the intro. I change it from, you know, we watch shows in their entirety and give an opinion. I just, we just watch shows on a streaming platform. That's the only yeah. rule now at this point is it has to be on a streaming platform. That's it. Um, but, uh, you're playing it like your mom, huh? 
what? Fast and loose. <laughs> You're the worst type of person. You know that? <laughs> your mama. <I'm> absolutely. <laughs> I love I love your mom. Your mom's so awesome. Yeah, no, she's and I know she would probably laugh at that joke. Yeah, she would. Um, there's a whole story about like my mom said humor in me growing up that I don't want to get into on the podcast, but she's always had a fucking fantastic sense of humor. Um especially when it comes to your expense. <laughs> <laughs> That's all mamas, okay? I'm just gonna tell you. I could tell you right now that I've had moms be upset at my mom for the way that she talks to me. Um, for example, Betty, I have, I have growing up, I was a huge klutz to trip over my own fucking feet all the time. <laughs> and, just huge. and, uh, hey, that's what your mom would say. Come on. And you know, oh, I, I just don't know. I'm, I'm laughing. I just don't know what to say to respond to it. Uh, I love you, Greg. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> um, because I would fall all the time. I'd, I'd be upstairs and all of a sudden you just hear. Ow! And she'd go, <laughs> Hey, <laughs> you okay? Yeah. <laughs> Did you have a good trip? No. All right, I was going to say, see you next fall. Like, shit like that is how my mom would fucking react. Yeah, me and your mom are the same. It's like, I remember one time when Lydia was a toddler, I told her, well, she was like four. I was like, don't run through the kitchen. The floor's wet. She took off running through the kitchen, busted her ass, and I'm just laughing. I'm like, are you okay? She's like, yeah. And I just die laughing because, you know, I told you, don't run through the fucking kitchen. And didn't yeah. I? <laughs> well, I, was like, I, make, I make yo mama jokes to my sisters all the time, which one of my sisters always gives me this look. And she's like, it's your mama too. I'm like, I know. That's what makes it so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, one of my one of my close friends, uh, Andy, who we uh, Maya and I've been playing uh, Fall Guys with pretty frequently. He's been my good friend for a about twelve years now, give or take. And um, uh, he likes to hear goes a motorcycle again that uh, kickstarted dildo. Um, the uh, the one of the things about him is he he constantly makes jokes. He he cracks like just cracks wise at my expense, much like Maya here. And uh, I usually don't have friends that don't do that. Like all of my friends, all of my close friends fucking, you know, uh, tease me or make fun of me or whatever, just making jokes. Uh, point I'm getting at though, is that there was this one, <laughs> there's this one situation where my mom comes into my room and she starts talking. She's, and she's cracking jokes or she's saying something. And my buddy Andy just goes, Jesus Christ. And people say, I mean to you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And, and I'm like, why do you think I have a thick skin, dude? Like, why do you think that shit doesn't get to me? You blubber? All right, you motherfucker. <laughs> Guess what? Guess what's coming next? <laughs> Podcast is over. Nope. <laughs> what's going on here, Greg? I mean, <laughs> oh, God. I'm sorry. <laughs> you left that open ended. I had to do it. <laughs> Andy would want me to. Oh no! If he, listens, uh, he, he doesn't listen to our show because he's preoccupied with like one other podcast. But if he did listen to this episode, he'd be very proud of you. Well, I'll have to tell him when we play again. Yeah. Oh goodness! Well, hopefully tomorrow. Oh yeah. So uh, what are we going to cover next week outside of our usual? Are we going to go for Hubie Halloween? 
Uh, yeah, let's throw that in there. Um, how far would you? Because I, it does. It wouldn't bother me in the slightest if neither of you wanted to review Ratchet. Um, but do we still want to do that? I mean, I'm going to get around. I'm going to get around to it eventually. I'll leave it up to you guys. If you want me to be honest, I have no desire to continue watching this show. I, I, just, I understand. I understand entirely. Yeah, I don't know why. It's just not. It's not clicking with me. It's one of the. I, 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 sometimes I they just you don't. Why. You know what can you do? I can tell you why, but I don't want to ruin anything for Maya, so I, I might as well just keep it myself. Well, I mean, uh, I'll, I'll watch it and make my own decisions, and then we can I discuss. Love the actress. You know. I just the think Ryan. I think I think Ryan Murphy uh, wanted to make um, a, a version of One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest that fits into his whole like American Horror Story vibe, and I don't think it works for the show. Yeah, and I was not a really big fan of most of the seasons of American Horror Story. So same here. I've never, I've never even watched the show. So Coven was the only season I watched in full, and that's because I had Stevie Nicks in it. I like you might really enjoy it, Maya. I don't know. Um, I I didn't because um, Ryan Murphy, from my perspective, and again, don't let this affect you. Just take it for word. But he really wanted to make it fit the 1950s aesthetic to the extent that all the actors act as if they're in the 1950s movie, and they're all doing a great job. But I don't think it works. Like it just it's a completely different vibe from the movie that it's based on. So. That's what I was feeling. We, you know, getting through those first two episodes, I'm like, this does not feel like what I thought it was going to feel like, and I don't like it. It's and and I know it's kind of like saying no during the middle of sex, but I'm saying no during the middle of sex right now. I don't want any more. Thank you. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't blame you. I was. That's why I suggested Hubie How Hubie Halloween, even though I haven't been excited about a Adam Sandler joint in a hot minute. Um, you really do need to watch Uncut Gems. I know. I still. God damn it. Yeah, I know. Dude, no, for real. The this is best. He he's never done a better movie. I want to watch it with my dad, but he's acting like he's like I don't know if I'm interested. And I'm just like everyone's giving it a good fucking review. What are you talking about? Make your dad drink tea and sit down and watch it. <laughs> I like what? Some shroom tea. Oh. I'll just give. Hey, it's good for depression. <laughs> I'm uh, saying everybody should do it once a year. It's super good for you. I'm allergic to mushrooms as well as eggs. Oh my god! <laughs> I think at this point Maya just says that she's allergic to it if she doesn't like it. Um, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't like raw tomato, but I love tomato-based sauces and other things that are made with tomatoes. I just you won't catch me eating a raw tomato itself. I couldn't eat them when I was pregnant. For some reason, when I was pregnant, I really love like the little Roma tomatoes, little cherry tomatoes. Mm -hmm. um, but when I was pregnant, they tasted just god awful. I don't know. They were off. And I didn't like strawberries until I got pregnant. And when I got pregnant, then I was like, I need strawberries now. You know, and I never liked strawberries before. But I don't think I'm allergic to any foods. My my parents thought I was allergic to MSG. Turns out I'm not. But. Too much will give me a bit of a headache. Kind of like, you know, if you smoke too many cigarettes in a day, you'll get a bit of a headache. 
It's kind of yeah. like that. Just like, you know, the headband around the head where you're just like, oh, that don't feel good. Yeah. yeah and I'm yeah. still hungry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We, we've, we had this, I think it was uh, in our group chat. We had a discussion about uh, QB Halloween that I just wasn't, I haven't enjoyed an Adam Sandler movie for God knows how long. And, and Betty was like, oh, I love, I love all the movies that they've made and he's made and yada, yada, yada. And, and um, I really do. And it, that's when we discovered that I'm apparently a comedy snob. Um, <laughs> oh, but, anybody that's listened to this already knows that you're a comedy snob. You're not wrong. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, um, I, I watched the trailer to this. I wasn't super impressed. There's a few good jokes, but I know that Betty is, and I know that it's actually getting some really decent reviews. So I want to give it a shot. Um, well, so I, I hope we all enjoy it. I really do. I, yeah. you know, sit if, back, smoke a little, just kind of chill out and just have <laughs> fun. Like you're 13 again, you know, <laughs> I want to, no, my brain doesn't work like, like that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll give it a fair shake. I'm not going to sit there and say like, it's a piece of shit. Like I've, I've shared <laughs> you have some jokes in it that I like, but um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I know that I did make a giant light. I made the mistake of going on a social media and asking people for their recommendations for horror movies to watch this month. I was expecting like a few. I got like one I could watch every day of October. I don't have that kind of time, folks. Like I made a list of five that I'm going to watch this month. Like, thank you for your yeah. suggestions. Hereditary better be number one on that. It list. is number one. It's it's uh, my 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 the five that I'm going to watch. Um, and I, I don't need I do, to know the other four. Oh, I'd like to know. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> shut up. Uh, <laughs> the five are Hereditary, then Annihilation, then Us, and then Babadook, and then It Follows. Ooh, ooh so I've got not, one more suggestion you know? for you. It Wait a minute, but you've not seen any of these? Nope, not yet. Oh, my God. Yeah. The, I've got one more suggestion for you. It's on Netflix, it's really good. It's uh, Swedish. Uh, it's called The Relic. Mm. Yeah, that was good. good. That was weird, but it was better well, than Midsummer. What I, what I did want to say. Oh, was, absolutely. Midsummer was trash. I was what? like, what? Yeah, I was like, don't. When white people start asking you to come with them, no, you run away. That's what you ah. do. You do not follow the creepy looking children of the corn. That movie was trash to you guys? I did not like it. I wholeheartedly. I don't agree. trust white people. I don't understand why anybody else would. I, I didn't. I, I didn't say I disagree with you on that part. I just disagree on the on the assessment. It's a bad movie. I, it, it was the whole thing of it was just so. Yeah, I, I I find it hard to believe that you're just gonna stand there while all this shit's going on. I mean, there's a level of politeness. I understand outside your culture. You're like, oh, okay, yeah. I'll be polite about this. Once you start having people thrown off a cliff, fuck you. I'm gone. You know, I don't well, care if is, I have to walk that's over That's exactly what mountain. happened with two of them. That's exactly what happened with two of them. They said, fuck that. I'm gone. And then the yeah, village was like, the well, now you're dead. Ones. Now you're dead. I, I, I'm sorry. I gave you the wrong. Uh, it's a 2017 horror movie called The Ritual on Netflix. Oh, The Ritual. I've heard of The Ritual. The I've ritual. not seen it. The before. Ritual. It's, 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 a, it's a Scandinavian movie. It's very good. Heavy and a Norse legend. Um, check it out. I think you'll like it. Really? It's only an hour and a half. Yeah, hour and a half. Good. I like that's the thing. My, I, 
I grew up on horror with my mom. Like people were suggesting movies that I've seen multiple times. Um, if it's a classic horror movie, I've seen it straight up. It's a lot of newer films that I haven't seen or foreign films that I haven't seen. And uh, um, so there Have were a Fido. Fido. Yes. It's yes. It's the, it's the, the zombie as a pet movie. Yes. yes. Yes, yes, Love yes, yes, that yes. movie. That That's one of our zombie appreciation day movies. Uh, yeah, I've seen that one. Um, yeah, people were just like, like I said that, and people didn't read it, and they were suggesting like Amityville and and uh, Alien, and I'm just like, yeah, guys, 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 like dig a little deeper, maybe a little newer. Come on. And again, I will suggest to anyone out there, you know, that is an adult, try Perfume. Uh, not the series, but the movie. It was mind blowing, in my opinion. One of the best ones. Oh, honestly, no. There. Sorry to interrupt you, Betty. I just remembered this because we were talking about horror stuff. Totally spaced my spaced out of my mind for a minute. Um, we are going to watch the Haunting of Bly Manor. We're going yes, to. Yeah, yeah it there's premieres. No it premieres the day that this episode comes out. So two weeks from this upcoming from this release. We are going to be talking about that. Uh, because, I'm excited. Because I think two weeks is a good time for us to give it. Um, but I am very fucking excited about it. God, I love this other season. Maya, was that one of the shows that we that we that you and I both gave an A plus to? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, in... Let's see, I'm looking at a calendar. Nope, that's my, that's my calculator. My calendar. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, on the 24th, we'll be reviewing, not 24th, the 23rd, we'll be reviewing uh, The Haunting of Bly Manor, just for everyone, because it's Halloween season. Speaking of that, if anyone has Disney+, Plus, uh, Hocus Pocus is on there. If you haven't seen that, I've never, watch that I've never seen that movie. I love that movie. I love it, too. I love it so much. Yeah, it's one of I'm, our favorites. I've never gonna, seen it, so it's gonna be cheesy and corny. I promise you that. Like it was cheesy and corny when it came out, but it's got that like lovable corniness, you know. Yeah, it's a good type. They know they're cheesy. It's kind of yeah. like you know, in the Princess Bride kind of cheesy vein. They know they're being cheesy. Oh, they're, yeah. they're hamming it up, and it's oh. great. Well, the three the three uh, witches are arguably comedic actors, or at least they're yeah. being comedic. So. Absolutely. I bet Midler just fucking hamming it the hell up. Gotta love it. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I still haven't watched Hereditary, by the way. It is it is the it's the seventh. I made that list on the first and still haven't watched Hereditary. So yeah, I'm and sorry. I've told that you every day. I've told you every day. Watch Hereditary. You've still not done it. I know. Tomorrow, I know you're not going to watch it because fall guys. No, I want to watch. Don't it have today. anything. You don't have anything else to do after you run your errands with your dad after we get done recording. Not entirely. I swear to God. Not entirely. I I I have some stuff I have to do around the house first, but I have I made time today to watch it. So <laughs> relax. No, all right. I'm not going to relax. I'm going to make you watch it, and I'm going to quiz you. <laughs> well, you have to quiz me on stream tomorrow. So there's that. I want to quiz you, and if you get any answers wrong, I will know that you were not paying full attention, and I will mail you an envelope full of cat litter. Whether it's it. used or not, you will not know until you open it. I have to see this now. <laughs> Let's go ahead and wrap this up before Maya throws any fucking other threats in my lab. <laughs> you know, I've never made you pay up on that bet yet. 
No, you haven't. I don't know why. I haven't. I haven't stopped you from doing it. It's just you know I haven't felt particularly cruel yet. Uh, so just to clarify what the bet was, Maya or uh, Betty, um, uh, I think it was back in 2018. It was. was it was last. It was the end of the summer movie wager of 2019. It was or last 20, okay. year. Yeah. Okay. It was. It feels I'm like going to make thing. him eat some spicy redneck poutine. Yeah. What what the summer it's, movie wager? Just for clarification, is that what we do? Is we look at all the movies coming out between two dates in the summer. Uh, we then make a list on who we what we think is going to be the top ten. There's a scoring system that involves like if you're off by two or if you're dead on, yada yada. Um, Maya won, and I have to fulfill a bet of eating something that I don't want to eat. Yeah. What's wrong with spicy poutine? That's no, not what spicy, not... <laughs> spicy redneck poutine. It's going to be made instead of using crispy French fries. It's going to be made with raw oysters. Why would you? What rednecks eat oysters? What are you talking about? I just came up with a name. I. It's just going to be things, like, things that he hates. But it's going to be cottage cheese. Do you like por- pork rinds? I like pork rinds. No. Uh, well, I was gonna say pork rinds would be a good substitution for fries. It, it can't be things that he Oysters likes. Though. So gross, though, man. It's like and snot. That's, that's I know. That's the point of, of it. Nobody <laughs> with, likes oysters with cottage, with cottage cheese. Cottage cheese and, is good. Well, this is anyway. awful. I hate all of this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But he yeah. was, or uh, Maya was in contact with my mom for a hot minute there about what to, uh, what to do. I was like, "What horrible things does he like to eat?" She's like, "I don't want to have to feed him something that I'm going to have to clean up." Right. I feel I her like, on that. <laughs> I was like, oh, "He's a big boy. He can clean it up himself." <laughs> Again, you're hard pressed to find many foods I don't like. Oysters is definitely one of them. Just no, it's not. Snails are another. I do not like snails. I've okay. tried them. Awesome. So gross. But for the most part, I like food. I like all kinds of food. Yeah. It's I like pork rinds. I like fat back. I'm not eating it every day, but I've had it. It's not bad. <laughs> That's good. That gross. No, I, no, I, cottage cheese I like. That's the problem. Is he's, he's putting something I actually like on something I fucking hate. Yeah, I love cottage cheese. <laughs> it's going to ruin it for me. And he's just... You need She's to try cottage cheese with jalapeno kettle style jalapeno potato chips. Dip them in the cottage cheese. It's amazing. She's sitting over there just <laughs> <"Hey, hey, hey." laughs> got to contact Kathy now. And well, y'all, let's wrap this up. I need to hop in the shower. <laughs> yeah, need to get I don't recommend that until I lost my leg. Oh, wow. right. I try yeah, to hop sure. very gently. <laughs> Um, all right, let's go ahead and do the uh, the link dump. Well, all the links are down below. You know the spiel. You know the spiel. And if you want to follow me on uh, Facebook, you can. And apparently, if you want to follow me on Twitter uh, and Instagram, the links weren't working. So, yeah, you'll find me if you want to. You'll find me. Be a stalker. That's fine. <laughs> right, uh, Betty. Where can they find you? Uh, Mom, if you're listening. It's uh, at Bright Betty on Twitter, and it's uh, Betty Badger Ogletree on Facebook and Petricor Betty on Instagram. And I'm mostly active on Facebook. 
So look for me there. Greg? Um, Chub Ruck Geek on all social media platforms. Uh, we just did a, a last two, no, no, la this last Saturday, we did a Jackbox stream, which I want to upload to the YouTube channel. Uh, so you can all check that out. But uh, we're going to definitely be playing hopefully this Saturday and then definitely next Saturday because that's when the new pack comes out. Yeah, it's um, so fun. It's a lot of fun. And there's still not all the games have you played yet, Betty, which a I lot know. of them are. Because there's so many packs, like you're coming into it like super late into the game. And <laughs> I still want to play uh, TKO with you. Oh, my um, God, yes. Yeah, that's, that's just a lot of people are like tired of TKO. And I'm just like, yeah, well, we got a new person. We got some new blood here. Yeah, and it's been a long time since we played it. Yeah, and yeah, we definitely and have to get Cody in to play with us. A hundred percent, hundred percent. It's just nice to play games with people again because my husband's not a game person, so yeah, it's so nice. I've missed it. Yeah, there's there's a game that I'm really excited about for uh, number seven called uh, Champed Up, and it's basically like kind of like TKO, but it's superheroes. So. Ooh. It's be interesting. It would be interesting. Well, so that means y'all need to check in tomorrow night to see how I do with these games because it is fun watching a new person do this. I will give you guys that. It is definitely no, fun. We had a we had a really fun moment uh, <laughs> this last Saturday where I brought up a, a, a certain uh, kink, if you will, if you want to call it that, that uh, everyone else in chat was just disgusted by. And I was very proud of myself for making them all cringe. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so I'm fucking drawing funny. a blank. I'm drawing uh, a blank. Lolly hentai. Oh, that. <laughs> I mean, I can't help that you're into that, weirdo. I never. What the fuck is wrong with you? Don't say that. We have teenage daughters, Maya. Don't say that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not want to be on the show with somebody that people think is a pedophile. Okay. Don't Jesus don't Google Christ. it. Don't don't Google don't it. Don't Google it. No, I Use did. Your that's enough. <laughs> I've known what it is for a while because I knew what Lolly was because of a friend who likes Lolly clothing. Like she, she there's a whole fashion trend in Japan where. They, you, you basically the, the dresses are like five hundred fucking dollars, and they and they oh, yeah. you look like a doll. Um, and then of course I know what hentai is, and I was like, no way is that combined. And sure enough, it fucking is. Um, yes, I should I should have assumed, but here we are. Everything uh, you want. You get on my favorite internet. reaction was from Valer, who when I <laughs> when I asked them, I was like, do, do either of you want to explain what that is? And Valer just comes back with illegal. Yeah. I'm absolutely uh, correct on that one. Oh, I was laughing so fucking hard. Jesus Christ. Um, uh, but yeah, my goal was to grow some out and it worked out. So I'm happy with myself. Um, but yeah, that's the kind of comedy that you can expect. <laughs> fun times. It's good stuff. I brought it's a, it's a lot of fun. A lot of and I got a fresh bottle of Jameson. So we're going to have a fun Ooh. Saturday night. <laughs> I need to get some booze for Saturday nights. I'm, I'm dry. Yeah, I don't even know how you already don't have some. That's insane. Because it's, it's expensive. I just don't have the money for it. Literally. You either need some weed or some booze. And booze does not have to be expensive. Wild if I'm streaming, <laughs> like, I don't know if I ever explained this to you, but like weed just turns me into a vegetable. Like I just, I'm not interactive. My brain just goes, okay, it's, it's time to not do anything. 
Um, he, he he had some once before we recorded in it. The ending. Ooh. <laughs> that yeah. makes me so sad for you. Oh no, I love smoking it because I just I like, but I do it like when I know I'm not gonna have to do things. Yeah, I've known people like that. I'm not one of those people. <laughs> I was gonna say weed is basically a, a riddle into an ADD kid. Um, but uh, but yeah, booze on the other hand, I can I'm functioning on that, and I'm well, always a happy. Know, I'm, a I'm like happy three drink. shots, and I'm like we yeah so. That's yeah, that point. bottle's gonna last me a good few months. <laughs> uh, you're a lightweight too, so am I. People are always surprised by that. They're like, you're so heavy. How are you a lightweight? And I'm like, I don't fucking know. That's my genetics. It's metabolism. Um, I actually don't metabolize metabolize alcohol at a normal rate. I'm a slow metabolizer of alcohol. That you might be, be as well. Yeah, that might be. I, I honestly have no idea. Because when I drink, it stays in my body. That's why I have not been seriously drunk in a hot minute because the hangovers are hell. Yeah. That was never fun. I'm sorry, blacking out never got to that point because I'd always get sick before I could ever get to the point of blacking out on alcohol. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, there's only been a handful of times that I've gotten that drunk in my life and I don't want to again. Um, As a woman, it's just not safe. <laughs> you know what? There's that. Yeah, like <laughs> I'm 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 a 450 pound dude that dr- like nobody's fucking with me. Um, but uh, but yeah, like when we uh, let's, let's wrap this puppy up, guys. Again, um, next week is the finale of the boys and the penultimate episode of Lovecraft Country. We'll be talking about both those. Uh, we're gonna watch the movie Hubie Halloween on Netflix. Uh, Adam Sandler's new comedic Halloween joint. Um, I don't know why I call his movies joints, but whatever. Uh, Most people don't know this, but you can keep your weed in there. In what? Adam oh. Sandler fans will get this. <laughs> it's more of a Rob Schneider reference. But, but it yeah. was Adam Sandler who said it. He was the guy in the shop. The Rastafarian. It was Rob Schneider's movie, but it was Adam Sandler who said it. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's my little thing. I'm thinking of a Saturday Night Live skit, though. No, no, no. It was the Rob Schneider movie where he turned into the teenage girl. And and Adam Sandler was working in a head shop or like some weird magic shop. I don't know. But he opened up a box and he was like, most people don't know this, but you can keep your weed in here. It's been a running gag with us for a very long time. <laughs> I, gotcha. that's, sp- speaking of the hot chick, there's a movie coming out that I want to watch really bad where it's uh, it's it's like the hot chick, but the uh, body is swapped with a serial killer. Yeah. I want really to see fun. that too. Uh, so guys, yeah. we will see you hopefully Saturday night if you come and listen to us or join in with our games. Have a yeah. good time. It's twitch.tv slash chubrockgeek. I think we should eventually start this channel like a an all queued up Twitch channel, but I'm not in a hurry to do it. Um, but yeah, guys, that, that, that's it. And we'll talk about what goes down next week. So yeah, it's gonna be exciting. All right, guys, Peace. thanks, thanks, thanks for listening. We love you. Uh, namaste. I don't know. Go ahead. Oh, peace, love, and polypops on my end. <laughs> Take care, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>